I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Welcome to Daily Reflections. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to, to guide us, to challenge us, to help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with one another. You are a blessing. You're a gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And we begin today with Psalm 113, verse 1 to 2, 4 to 6, 7 to 8. Praise the Lord who lifts up the poor. Together, praise the Lord who lifts up the poor. Praise you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord both now and forever. High above all nations is the Lord. Above the heavens is his glory. Who is like the Lord, our God, who is enthroned on high and looks upon the heavens and the earth below? He raises up the lowly from the dust. From the dunghill he lifts up the poor to seat them with princes, with the princes of his own people. Praise the Lord who lifts up the poor. Together, praise the Lord who lifts up the poor. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 16, verses 1 to 13. Jesus said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do? Now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me, I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do so that when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, how much do you owe my master? He replied, 100 measures of olive oil. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for 50. Then to another, the steward said, And you, how much do you owe? He replied, 100 cores of wheat. The steward said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for 80. And the master commended that dishonest servant for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into your eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. And the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If therefore you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, Who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. You know, Jesus shares many parables, but... This particular one is rather unusual in that everyone in this story is kind of corrupt. 
Today we have before us another teaching style of Jesus, don't we? When he uses a he uses corrupt people to, to make his point. Not only does Jesus use corrupt people, but he also compliments them. Listen, and the master <clears throat> commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. Now the rich man had a steward, or think of him as a manager to oversee all of his riches. However, this steward, as we hear, was squandering his property. He was irresponsible. And once the rich man heard of this, he acted swiftly. What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship because you can no longer be my steward. Now the rich man is making clear that the trust is gone. However, I need to see a full accounting of how bad it is. Steward asks himself, what shall I do? This is a key question that we all must ask from time to time. And it helps us to understand, I think, this parable in greater detail. What shall I do? You know, I have to make money. I have to earn a living. I have to have security. Now, we know that the steward is not interested in manual labor. I could just hear him say, I I'm a suit and tie kind of guy. And so this is a question that will help all of us as well to understand our life with Christ. What shall I do regarding my spiritual life? How I should be serving God? What shall I do? Now in this parable, there's a light bulb that goes off. And the steward says, oh, I know what I shall do so that when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He contacts all the people who owe debts to the master. And what does he do? He discounts all their debts. Pretty shrewd, eh? I'm going to discount all their debts so that they will be obligated to me. What do we hear? He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first, he said, how much do you owe my master? He replied, 100 measures of olive oil. He said to him, here's your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for 50. Then to another steward said, and you, how much do you owe? He replied, 100 cores of wheat. The steward said to him, here's your promissory note, write one for 80. Ah, he's a real con artist, isn't he? He was embezzling his master in a way that secures the obligation of all these people to this steward so that he could go back to them and say, hey, you remember what I did for you? You need to give me a place in your house. You need to give me a job. And if you don't, well, I'm going to tell the rest of the people for whom I did the same that you're a dishonorable man. Wow, you know, interesting. Now, as I read this gospel, a light bulb should go off for each of us as well. I know what I shall do so that I will go in my, get better in my relationship with Christ and, 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 and be a better Christian, a better Catholic. Oh, I know what I shall do. 
The steward acted shrewdly. He took advantage of an opportunity to secure his future. To be shrewd means cunning and creative. Have you ever heard the phrase, you know, you need to think outside the box? Well, Jesus does not say we can do unethical things as the dishonest manager did in reducing his master's bills. Yeah, what, what the steward did was sinful. Instead of repenting and pleading for mercy before his master, he, he added sin to sin. He changed the terms of his agreement. He lost money for his master. In order what? To gain friends for himself. Everything's about himself. He says we are to be shrewd in our dealings. Remember that phrase in Matthew chapter 10, behold, I am sending you like sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shrewd as serpents and simple as doves. Shrewd, yes, but innocent as doves. So Jesus says his disciples are to be like the dishonest manager in his shrewdness, not in his unethical behavior. How can we learn from this steward? Well, first, it's important that we plan for eternal life. In this gospel, we hear Jesus talk to his disciples about the children of this world and how they are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. Jesus wants us to be planning throughout this life for the moment Christ calls us. I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. This is about building trust and recognizing that there is something more important than what this world offers. Jesus makes a distinction between material riches and genuine riches, and he associates genuine riches with heaven, the eternal dwellings. He calls us to use material riches in such a way that they prepare us to receive the genuine riches of eternal life. This involves using our material resources in the service of the Lord and his people. Second, Jesus commends the steward because he prepared for his upcoming judgment by his master. He took steps to secure his future. The steward used the master's money to, to buy earthly friends, but believers should use the money God grants to us to make eternal friends. We need to do everything possible to please the Lord. Third, in understanding this parable, we realize that Jesus identifies with the hurt, the lost, the broken, the poor, the marginalized so much that he says, what you've done for the least of these, you've done for me. If we were shrewd like the manager in this parable, we would go out of our way to do as much as possible for these people because it pleases God. Just as much as the steward found ways to please himself, we must find ways to please God and others. You know, there's a quote I like from uh, a wonderful uh, author and preacher, uh, Rick Warren, and he says, let the size of your God determine the size of your goal. Wow, my friends, what really matters to you? What matters to you? Today is a good time to reflect upon our priorities in life. Are we focused on building up riches that, that are eternal 
Or do we continually find ourselves caught up with those whose only goal is worldly success? Only serving the self. And so strive for that which is eternal. And you know what? You will be eternally grateful. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.